everybody, and welcome to the Brainal Geekage podcast. That was a, that was a bad mic pop. I, I can fix that. I just went puh <laughs> right in there. Puh. <laughs> My name is Joshua Cox. I am Brent Tisdale. And together we are Brainal Leakage. Yes. Hey, Brent. How you doing, man? I am doing good. We have a show tonight. Yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, by the time y'all hear this, we'll have already played that show. But tonight, for Brainal Leakage, for us, yeah. Tonight, we are tearing it up at Natsuo in downtown Houston. Yes, and I'm just crazy excited. Man, I am like, I got the pre-show jitteriness. Not, yeah. j- not jitters so uh, much. Little butterflies. But I'm just like, I'm ready to get out there and kick some ass. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. I got little butterflies, but my my uh, my uh, butterflies always consist of us setting up. And, yeah. But once we're yeah. set up, I'm usually like, okay, we're good. Do you think because we're headlining, we'll be able to have our shit on stage already? That would be nice, but that I don't. I nice. don't know. I don't think so. Because I would love to have everything set up ahead of time. Because then we yeah, don't have to touch. Just get squat. on stage and just play. Just play. Just play. Yeah, I, I would love to be to, at that point. That's that's a ways off for us, though. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, I've been digging into some things, and uh, you know, we're we're um, I'm looking into some other places that we can book, not just Houston too. So right. Yeah. Um, Actually, that's something we got to discuss off camera at some point. Camera off, uh, off mic, micro- off microphone. Yeah, off microphone at some point <laughs> is um how we're gonna deal with out of town gigs. Uh, we we go out of town and we play a gig. I know that. I'm talking like you know <laughs> accommodations and stuff. You know, so we can make sure you you got... sleep in my trunk. Okay. All the band equipment goes in the back seat. <laughs> you know what's really cool though is when if we if we do stay in a hotel because of the way our setup is, no. we can rehearse in the hotel until we have a drummer. That is true. That is Unless true. he gets an electronic kit, and then man, we can rehearse in the hotel all day long. Yeah, and the hotel staff will come up and be like, "What are y'all doing in there? What's like, with all the tapping? Just, we're playing <laughs> rock band." Yeah. <laughs> What's with all the tapping in there? Well, he, no, he'll have those screen style drum heads, so it'll be no one will even hear it. One of those I think four thousand dollar rolling sets. I think hearing us uh practice must be insane. Yeah, because all they hear is me singing and string strumming. Yeah. They don't even hear the acoustics of the instruments that much because they're electric. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my my guitar's pretty it's got a good voice on it just acoustically. It yeah. sounds okay. Uh, we're kind of a kind of in a weird way this week. I mean, we're kind of rushing this episode of the podcast. Just because we have the show tonight. Yes. And uh, it's Thanksgiving on Thursday. Thursday is when we normally record the podcast, and that hasn't been true for a couple of weeks, just because of scheduling reasons. Yeah. But that's that's also going to be true for this week, because it's Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm not coming over to your house for Thanksgiving. Okay. Okay. And you're mm-hmm. not coming over to my house for Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm probably not going anywhere on Thanksgiving. I don't know I will, yet. I will send you a happy Thanksgiving message. Okay. okay, I can deal with that. Can, uh, uh, I'm going over to a friend of ours' house for. I'm going to send you a picture of a turkey's butthole. Okay, and okay. it'll say "Happy Thanksgiving." Is it going to look like Job of the Hut, like that one Facebook picture that keeps floating around? <laughs> no, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'll have to show you that after the podcast. It's pretty <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going over to Denise's house for this weekend. So, so speaking of concerts. I gotta bring this up. I gotta get nitpicky with you, okay? Because uh, was it last episode we talked? Yeah, about last Tool's episode tour. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about Tool going on tour. I totally missed some info. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little tidbit. Now there is a little band on the face of this earth by the name of Primus 
that I absolutely adore. We've already talked about Primus in a previous podcast because they're doing the the New Year's Eve show, the Black Soda New Year's Eve show. But Tool's Winter Tour has Primus opening for them, and as as well as another band called Three Teeth, who I've never heard of. They're probably good. But they are probably good. Uh, But yeah, so when you say Tool's going on tour... Primus opening for Tool might be some like extra info that Josh needs. Okay, so the article I read, I read all the way through the article, and I went back and read it again, and it didn't mention it, and I thought I was done researching after reading that's, that article. Okay? That's, that's 100%, that, I will say that that's 100% true, because in the time that we recorded the podcast... To the time that it came out that Primus was going on tour with them, it had not been announced yet. Okay. But even still, Brandon. <laughs> I should have known somehow. <laughs> you should have known. <laughs> and uh, that being said, Primus and Tool are coming to San Antonio, and I'm going and you're not. I know. <laughs> yeah. Are you, are you like... I, I didn't even get to try to get tickets. Oh my god, they sold out so fast. I didn't even get to try to get tickets. Like, tickets went on sale at 11 o'clock in the morning. I didn't get paid until 2 o'clock in the afternoon, somewhere around there, 2, 3 in the afternoon. So, when I tried, I tried, like, as soon as I got paid. Right. And no tickets available. Just nothing. Just, I'm like, uh, uh, oh no. What? Yeah, the first what? round went in like 45 what? seconds. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I go to Primus's website, and the tour date list, everything just says sold out. And I'm like, no fucking way. And then I go back to Ticketmaster, and I'm looking for one ticket. Just for one. one. For one ticket, uh, they had some tickets available. But I didn't want one ticket. I needed a pair of tickets right, for right. me and Renee. Where is it at? It's at AT&T Center. Oh, okay, okay. So there are definitely seats. There's no standing room places. Well, I mean, down on the... Well, yeah, yeah. Down on the floor. Yeah, but those sold out, like, before anybody could sneeze. Oh, 100%. Everything's sold out, man. Yeah. it's, It's ridiculous how fast the tickets went. And, you know, just because I'm sad and kind of, you know pathetic <laughs> you sat on there for f- no i had the Ticketmaster page open the whole day i had it open and every now and then i would go back and like search the tickets just because because i couldn't cope with reality that they were all gone and then as if it were some sort of festivus miracle brent right a pair of tickets popped up and i have never scrambled to buy concert tickets so fast in my life <laughs> i wonder what happened I don't know. Uh, you know, some people just, they'll have the page open, I guess. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, and then, they'll be holding it, and then they'll realize, I then, don't have the money. Exactly. The tickets will get released for whatever reason, and then, uh, hey, here's another pair of tickets. So I guess I just got extremely lucky. Do you want to see? <laughs> Do you wanna, is, <laughs> um, yeah, I was reading that uh, according to... Look at uh, that. Look at that. Balcony. Yeah. yeah, it's way up there too. Look, I don't care. <laughs> Bring some binoculars. I don't <laughs> care where I am. I'm gonna be there. Damn it! <laughs> but yeah, uh, <laughs> balcony. Look at you getting all balcony. picky. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I was reading right whenever they they dropped. I was reading right when they dropped. There were people yeah. already complaining. 
like right when they dropped, people were complaining that they um, couldn't get seats. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so I, I started looking around. Some people were saying that they sold out multiple seats sitting next to each other at all anywhere in the mm-hmm. entire place in forty five seconds. Yeah, like uh, I was reading the Primus Reddit, uh, and they had a thread about the tour, and people were just Nashville sold out in forty five minutes. <sighs> You know, you would think they'd have some sort of algorithm that made sure that that single seats didn't wind up like that. I'm just saying, you know, it, it's, as, as, have, as long as Ticketmaster has been around, you'd think they'd know some things. I have my own particular beefs I don't, with Ticketmaster. Yeah, I don't like Ticketmaster either. I haven't liked Ticketmaster for ever, ever. Like the fact that I got the tickets that I got mm-hmm. is some kind of Jesus miracle. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and I was looking around. I can't confirm a price, but it's looking like if you want to get some scalper tickets, you Re- know, resale, Re- resale tickets, resale tickets. Yes, those tickets. <laughs> yeah, they're they're running two three hundred dollars for some people. I I, I I can't confirm anything because I haven't found and and I'm, I'm, and I don't want to actively have you ever, look. Have you ever bought? tickets off of like a, re- a ticket reseller like StubHub or anything no like that? I haven't done any of that before uh, that, I think it's I feel like it's too risky but then at the same time I've just I've never done it yeah so I hear plenty um, of people that are like yeah I bought tickets off of StubHub it was great and then I hear pe- just as many people yeah I bought tickets off of StubHub and it was a fucking scam yeah uh, see now and if I was just, a not just StubHub but you know sites like that that's the only one I can name by name right if I was a Stub collector yeah I would go there for concerts from like the past, you know, and just be like, oh, I found these tickets. But I'm not like that. And that's kind of a weird hobby to have. But I know people that do that. I do collect some tickets. Yeah. And and I'm really kind of bummed out that I opted for the digital option for these tickets. Yeah. My last few concerts have been digital. And I'm kind of like, I regret it because I have a stack of tickets. Yeah. That I've been to. Uh, Man, I think I lost all my. My original, like my first Primus show ticket. Right. That's kind of a bummer. I'm gonna start. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start doing printouts. Yeah. And scan them at the door instead of doing this. The, this because if you do sit there and wait, it by, gives you by something. This, he means tickets on the phone. He pointed to. His oh phone. yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, pointed at my phone. Uh, uh, because that way, you know, you bring something with you, and I always forget to bring something to sign. I That's always true. forget. I, I so that gives that. me something to sign, and it's the ticket. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was uh, I was gonna do that with Godsmack at Buzzfest, thirty two, thirty three, whatever Buzzfest it was that I went to right. this year. And I felt like and, an uh, idiot because Godsmack didn't want to sign anything. I guess mm. I felt like an <laughs> idiot at Chevelle because we're driving home, and I went, "Oh damn it! I had the paper ticket for Chevelle." Yeah. And I can't find that, and uh, and I wanted to put it with my collection, and I I don't know what happened to it. Did Chuck? Have someone from Chevelle sign his chucks, or am I misremembering that? I don't recall. I don't recall either. Yeah, I know he's had someone sign something of his. Yeah, yeah. Our memories of it's weird that Chuck's been Chuck's been to a couple of shows with us. He Chuck went to, likes to go to shows. He yeah. loves going to shows. He went to Chevelle with. He went to fucking. Uh, it was nothing more. Was opening up for. Yeah, periphery. Periphery. There we go. Yeah, yeah. check one of those with periphery. Went he went with us to Primus, Primus, and Chevelle. Yeah, all all yeah. three of those. Those are the last three concerts I've been to. So, oh Chuck, uh, I we, like taking. We, we need to do the group show thing more often. Yeah, this, I liked it. This tool uh, and Primus show would have been 
it's one of those a decent opportunity. I know, right? That, but I mean, like I said, tickets T- were a nightmare. Um, I have a feeling that Tool will run through Texas again, though. Yeah. I yeah. have a feeling that Primus will run through Texas again. Yeah. I mean, they're doing I don't, the, I don't know the if it'll be a soda New Year's Eve thing. Right. So I feel like after they're doing the tool, yeah, leg of the tour, I don't know if they'll come together ever again. But yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. Like, yeah. gosh, I can't even remember the last time Tool and Primus toured together. Like in the nineties. I do know that. Uh, they did a tour. It must have been the nineties or early two thousands that they did a tour together because there was like footage online somewhere of them doing a silly thing together on stage during a Primus's set. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember who it was that came out, but yes, somebody came out. One 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 of them came. Uh, one of the guys from Tool came out and did a thing with them on with Primus. Now Tool and Primus have like worked together and and been acquaintances. Yeah. For, um, for easily. The past they have a lot years. of the same musical influences. Yeah. So yeah. it was kind of like last year, um, Tim Alexander, the drummer from Primus had a heart attack. Yeah. And, Oh yeah. Uh, Danny while, Carey. Yeah. While Tim was, you know, recovering, they had Danny Carey, the drummer of tool to fill in for them on Primus. And, uh, so then you had this bizarre, weird moment where you have less Claypool, playing tool with danny carey yeah <laughs> on stage like dude oh my god danny carey's s- one of those drummers that everybody wishes would sub for them while their drummer was out <laughs> what is uh danny carey doing right now can he be brain leakages drummer yeah at, at the moment i think he's rehearsing with tool oh right uh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> for that show coming yeah. up here yeah. now um <laughs> it's only like Rumors and spitballs at the moment, but um, there's rumors that they're gonna play some of the new material off this album. That they yeah, we, we mentioned that last yeah. time. Uh, I'll let you know. Yeah, because I I would really like to the know know what what's coming our way. Do you want Do you want me to while I'm there? I could periscope the show and it, <laughs> <laughs> it would it would be like you're there. Yeah, you could. Watch, it would be live. You could watch it. <laughs> What is there like a half second delay on Periscope? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> It'd be as live as I could get. I I don't know. If Our we'd... whole thing is like figuring out the the road trip aspect of it because of... we're gonna have to leave the boy, you know. Yeah. Uh, Somewhere. For quite some time because it takes like three hours to get to San Antonio. Yeah, and he's still feeding boobies. Yeah, yeah he's still eating the booby. But it's still it's like um uh, two months away. Yeah, you got time to think about it. Yeah. Evidently, uh, oh, okay. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I thought they were coming to your house. No. I Dude, sudden- I had them come to my house the we other day. Suddenly, van roll up. Yeah, I had them come to my house the other day, and I'm like, no, I'm good. Thank no, you. Thank you. I'm I'm really no, good. No, I I'm I, it- I like this particular brand of getting fucked in the ass. Yeah, yeah. And it was this whole. So I won't mention your current cable provider. Yeah, but. God, I hate them too. But uh, <laughs> at least they're unlimited. Yeah, yeah. Sunlink and their home internet data cap. What the fuck is that? I just, I just, I can't, I can't get out of my mind how he introduced himself. We're, we're, we're basically he didn't say this, but he's trolling the neighborhood. But yeah, he was coming through the neighborhood and he says, "I noticed you didn't have Sunlink as your internet." company can can i ask you why because i don't want suddenly because my internet company well why are you going and digging in my shit because <laughs> because i don't want an internet company that proudly proudly advertises its product with a line of you know 
promotion speak. God, I'm, I can't even fucking talk. <laughs> but literally on their page to describe how you can use their... What was the data cap? Like five gigabytes of data? It's per month. Their, their lowest is like stupid low. It, it's gone up a little bit, but it's still stupid low. Their regular pro- program that, the, that they actually... People wind up getting is 200 gigabytes. 200 gigabytes? That's not bad. Well, except for the fact that I can go check my Xbox right now and it tells me I use 400 a week. That's a lie. No, I can go show you the... the, the it keeps track of how much I use, how much I download. Uh, that that being said, I remember whenever we put Sunlink in over here and had that for a whole Wait, month. am I saying gigabytes? You are saying gigabytes. That's why I'm saying, like, there's no way you're using that much data. <laughs> I know. We topped it out in a week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think it was a five gigabyte data plan whenever I, they brought it in over here. No, no. While I was here. The speed was... 10 gigabytes. No, the speed, the I, speed I think was crazy, it was, but, yeah. I'm, but I'm just but yeah, talking about the data limit. I'm telling you, my Xbox uses 400 gigabytes a week. Of data? That's, that's ridiculous. It's from Netflix and Hulu and all that shit. It, it, yeah, but I mean... Uh, it didn't break it down, and I wish it did, because I'd like to look and see what it is that I eat so much freaking data for. Uh, in any case, on Suddenlink's website, when we were reading through the ways you can use your data... And it says, you can stream 10 HD movies on Netflix. 10? Woo! I do, I do 10 HD movies in a day. Like, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Like, are you kidding me? For a whole month, you can stream 10 movies on Netflix? Are you fucking kidding me? And they were proud of that. Like, it was on their website. And they're like, yeah, look at all this shit you can do. I could stream 10 HD movies on my fucking phone for cheaper than that from my cell phone provider. And and what's really annoying is they're not super clear on their cap. They're uh, cable companies. We can talk about cable companies all goddamn day. That being said, let's not talk about cable companies. Let's move on. What are you doing? I'm just looking to see, because I was I was on Suddenlink's website, just like you know, I happen to be. Ignore Suddenlink. Okay. Ignore them. I just wanted to see, because they don't, they really don't, they don't talk about their cap at all on there. We're moving on. We're moving forward. All right. Into the nether. Well, speaking of rehashing things. Oh Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, well, I don't even. I bet you don't even have that pulled up, but. So this film company buys up a film library that contains Memento and Donnie Darko and a whole slew of other films. And they decide that the first thing that they want to do is remake Memento. Memento came out in 2000. Why? <laughs> yeah, it's it's too soon for anything like Memento that. Memento came number out number 1. Memento not only came out in 2000, but Memento is also one of the best, if not the best, Christopher Nolan movie out there. Like, and then the person that they interviewed was like, oh yeah, so, you know, we feel like it's such this high quality movie. Chris Nolan set the bar so high that it really justifies a remake. Yeah. But is completely ignoring the fact that that's exactly why it doesn't justify a remake. The movie's so good, it doesn't need to be remade. 
it's one of those um see i don't like remakes anyway i i yeah. th- th- there's been very few that i've gone oh wow that was better than the original every once in a while it's like oh that's kind of that's kind of like the original but the original still has its its thing yeah but on the whole i usually wind up disappointed in remakes man i can't i can't even think of any that are so you know a hundred percent great. Okay, so there's like John Carpenter's The Thing. The Thing is a remake. Yeah. And then they, and then we had like The Thing from just a couple of years ago. We had another remake of The Thing. And see, I that's, never saw. That's another problem. Is is once you open the floodgate to remake on a movie, for some reason everybody goes, we should remake that movie too. Yeah, let's all remake it. Yeah. Now Memento's already been remade a couple of times in foreign markets. Yeah, I saw that. Just, yeah. It's AMBI Pictures. Ambi. 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 It's like Bambi, but well, know. it's all caps. That's why I said AMBI. Yeah. Well, then it's like Ambi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly if, what it is. Josh. <laughs> if, if we get the Memento remake, well, well, I mean, we're getting the Memento remake. Yeah, we are. When unfortunately. the when the Memento remake comes out, and the the AMBI logo comes up at the beginning of the movie, if it doesn't go AMBI, I will be disappointed. But if it does, <laughs> if it does, we're talking if about it on does, the podcast. <laughs> if, if it does, I'll sit through the rest of it. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. And then we'll definitely talk about it on the podcast because you have something to talk about. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you about something I got tickets to that you didn't. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I got tickets to Star Wars 3D. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the, I did. The Force Awakens? Yes, I did. I got those tickets. And um, I, I read that they're already up, that The Force Awakens is already up to $50 million box office. And it's still like a month before release. Um, there was a, an official thing on that, actually. I, I'll, I'll look that up on it. But yeah... Uh, I got it the 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 pre-release night yeah. stuff uh, and um yeah it was one of those uh they they released another batch of tickets because they had sold out yeah and my wife was like go buy those now so what, I uh, did what <laughs> what theater are you going down to and to the the Grand to in the Grand? Conroe I don't know when I'm gonna see the Force Awakens to be real honest well I have to find a way to report on that shit in a non-spoiler way. Uh, we could talk about it in spoiler. Yeah, but no, for your benefit, because for my benefit, yeah. yeah but uh, well, I mean, that's not to say that I'm not going to see it opening weekend. I just might not see it the day that it comes out. I might right. see it Sunday. Weekends. Let's see box office. Ah, there we go. But yeah, um, it's hard, you know, with little man being as young as he is. You know, my son is four and a half months old. Uh, but. It's it's hard, you know, to just go to the movies. Smash the box offices. Yes, yes. Uh, oh, do, don't you hate whenever you're trying to look at something and and it's like you know you actually want to look at that and then a for and then f- you're forced into this commercial that covers the whole screen. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, and then you know you're trying to read the news, but then you get you know lumped into ten celebrity plastic surgeries gone yes, wrong. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got caught up on. On South Park. On South Park. Isn't it great this season? Yes. Yes, it is. This season of South Park is so fantastic. I've probably mentioned that in just about every podcast that we've done. Yeah, it's. I, I'm. I'm. I'm pleasantly surprised that web that 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 article told me not a thing. But 
Um, yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised with the um, the grander story arc thing that South Park has taken on. I really yeah. love that. It it's kind of how old is that series? It's South Park debuted because I mean ninety six because it's got nineteen seasons, but they didn't have a couple of years. Um, they had like breaks in it. Well, yeah. Well, what they used to do is South Park did half the season at the beginning of the year, and then the other half of the season at the end of the year. But then a couple years back, they switched over to doing the whole season in the fall. Right. So no more spring, no more spring half of a season. Just do the entire season in the fall, which I kind of love and I kind of hate at the same time, because it's like I get more South Park all at once, but then I have to wait even longer for new South Park. Mm. I can find all the box offices for the old movies, and now I can't find the article I found the other day. It's fine. I don't need exact advanced numbers. ticket sales could hit one million one hundred million uh, th- th- could and I'm finding like this is like a day ago. That's fine. Let's move on. All right. Oh, Let's wow. continuate. All right. Yeah. Um, Continuation. Staying on the movie Zoolander two. Yeah. That, that did you watch the trailer? I watched that trailer. I, I I watched it right whenever you were telling me about it. Yeah. I was like watching it, and you said, "Have you seen that Zoolander two trailer?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yes." <laughs> I am. Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of the original Zoolander. I don't necessarily think that Zoolander needs a sequel. Right. I feel kind of the same. Like cautiously optimistic about it, the way I did about Anchorman two. But Anchorman 2 was awful. Yeah, it was. But I'm judging by the cover. The com- yeah. the the ad looks pretty good though. The ad does look pretty good. Benedict Cumberbatch is my favorite part of that. <laughs> it's one of those Are it- you a male model or female model? All is all. <laughs> <laughs> He 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 does a really good job of intentionally making you feel really uncomfortable just to look at him. Because <laughs> you can't. Renee, Renee says that Benedict Cumberbatch kind of looks like an alien already to begin with. Right, right. So, <laughs> so just to have him in all that goofy like, I don't even know what the hell they did to him. It's like prosthetics on his eyebrows. I, he, like yeah, he has no eyebrows. Up. It's just like. <laughs> And, and and it's not it's not even the the cross dressing that makes him uncomfortable. Look at they just really did a good job of making his face look just odd, odd, <laughs> very odd. And you're, uh, I love the the Mugatu reveal. Oh yeah, that's pretty when cool. He comes out and he's all like buff and shit, and then he <laughs> and like just tears away. It's just a jacket, <laughs> and he like pulls off his like you know shaved head, and he's got the <laughs> the, the poofy hair. hair. Yeah. The, Dude, Where's my and, goddamn latte? And yeah, so far they've done a really good job of pulling off the feel yeah. in, the, in the commercial. It has that same look to it, and I like well, I like the look of the first the, one. The original, directed by Ben Stiller, Zoolander Two, also still being directed by Ben Stiller, and Ben Stiller, I actually really really enjoy as a director. I really appreciate him as a director. It's really weird. It's one of those actors don't always make good directors. Sometimes they make I, great directors, but. I feel like I probably enjoy Ben Stiller better as a director yeah. than as an actor. Because Ben Stiller can be a little, what's the, I don't want to say High harsh. Cast. Harsh. No, like harsh. he comes on too strong. Like he's 
trying, trying too hard. Yeah, there you go. Gotcha. Like he's trying too hard. And, uh, sometimes that works in the movies he's in, and then sometimes you're just like, please go away. I don't want to hear about how Asian that guy is anymore. <laughs> I, I really love the cable guy. I don't know how people on the whole. Oh, I love the, the cable guy. guy. I own them, but um, yeah, the cable guy also mm-hmm. directed by Ben Stiller. Yeah. Uh, and then he does like fucking artsy movies, like the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Uh, I haven't seen that one. You haven't? Mm-mm, I haven't uh, seen that. One. I remember catching like the end of it over here with uh with Julia. I got I got home from work and Julia was watching it, hmm. and uh, that made me watch the whole thing. It's such <laughs> a great movie. But yeah, man, I'm looking way forward to Zoolander too. Uh, cautiously optimistic though, you know. Right, right, right. There, there's um, always that chance. There's so always that chance. You're you're a Harry Potter fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I am. So we've got some news about Fantastic Beasts. We've got some PR spin. Okay, about, there you go. About Fantastic Beasts. Okay. I can uh, I can see that. But David Heyman is uh, basically comparing Fantastic Beasts and where to find them, uh, the new Harry Potter spinoff movie. To Goblet of Fire, as far as overall charm and tone and I atmosphere. like the Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire is easily my favorite. Harry it's the Potter one with the dragons and the... yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's me. It's my favorite book in the series. It's my favorite movie in the series. So, if you know, if it hits in that same area as far as to, it, it, I still can't get over the Nomadge thing. No, and yeah, I'm still bummed out about that. Yeah, that's. It still makes me okay. Well, well, look at look at it like this. Unless they establish it in the movie, right, right. That English people say muggles and Americans say nomads. Uh, if we only get nomads in the movie, we can uh, we can assume because Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them takes place in the twenties. I believe nineteen twenties. Maybe it's not uh, about an American thing. Maybe it's just maybe a it's fad. Just, yeah, Muggle hasn't hasn't come around yet. Or you know, it just became a fad for a little while, and Muggle fell out of favor for a little while, and they brought it back. You know, <laughs> or maybe please, maybe it was like Nomad is the original name. Oh uh, yeah, and then they're like, this sounds stupid. Well, what do you think? Uh, Muggles. Muggles. Now, that sounds stupid too. Fucking Nomad. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Muggles. We'll go with Muggles. Muggles. Muggles it is. <laughs> or it, it was one All of the... All in favor of Muggles. <laughs> and, you know, it maybe even going further back, at, at one point, they were just like straight up literal with it. No magic people. I mean, yeah. and, and it well, just I mean, developed that's, that's, into no madge. That's basically it. Yeah. That's... And then at some point, you know, the British got a hold of no madge and were like, fucking Muggles? Because, <laughs> you know... You know, people from Britain make up words all the time. But <laughs> do they? I don't know. Which one bastardized English, us or them? Uh, <laughs> I actually, I actually do like read a lot about um, the etymology of words, and and really, it comes down to we both bastardized it in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> Equally. Equally, but less creatively, evidently. Apparently, no match. Uh, <laughs> JK uh, I do find it interesting that JK Rowling wrote the movie. She wrote Fantastic Beasts somewhere to find them. Uh, see the thing the th- yeah, the thing that uh, that I notice with um, etymology of words mm-hmm. as far as the weird things like that goes is at one point whenever Americans made up new words, they actually had some Latin roots in them. Yeah. The British people have stopped doing that a long time ago. 
Eh. I mean, like, like you know, frog and bottom kind of weird t- tangled up words that don't mean anything. But whenever you're British, it means everything. You know. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I wouldn't know because I am not uh, from across the pond, as it were. Well, I'm not either, but I do know. <laughs> I, I, I I do know some people that are from. Uh, just a side note. I totally don't have a timer going. Oh, I'm watching the time over here. We're at 32. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Now, Lost in Space. Is this going to be a reboot movie or a TV no, series? No, it's going to be a TV series. Okay, a TV series. Okay. So, Netflix. Is it a Netflix series? Yeah, it's going to be a Netflix series. Interesting. They announced uh, a Lost in Space Netflix series here recently when i was a kid i watched the original series on nickelodeon i believe See, it was as the you know, nick at night thing i have no no connection to lost in space at all we had like a 90s lost in space movie yeah and it was yeah it had nothing to do with all i can remember is that Lacey chabert was in it and yeah. she's hot to me it's one of those <laughs> movies that if you watched that one Planet of the Apes reboot, the original Planet of the Re- Re- uh, Apes the, reboot, the Tim Burton, yeah, the Planet one where, of the Apes uh, is it, with I think, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. If you watched that one and then Lost in Space immediately after it, you would mix the two movies up. You wouldn't be able to recall which scene belonged to which movie. They hmm. just they have a very similar feel and look to them. I could uh, I could see that kind of. I don't remember shit about the Tim Burton Lost. Or, fuck, I'm uh, doing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Mixing up the two movies. I don't remember anything about the Tim Burton reboot of Planet, Planet of the Apes. Apes. I remember Michael Clark Duncan took the uh, you know get your damn stinking paws off me, you damn dirty human. Yeah. Instead of you know you damn dirty ape. Yeah. I remember. Uh, I remember the crashing. Helena Bonham Carter looked like Michael Jackson in <laughs> her monkey makeup. Uh, and I remember the shit tier ending where he like strolls up on. The Lincoln Yeah, that's Memorial, the only thing I can remember clearly like is the Lincoln Memorial. face. Yeah. So dumb. Not Tim Burton's finest moment, I don't think. Yeah, it, I don't... Uh, I like Tim Burton, but he he's really good with fantasy, but not so much sci-fi. I could, uh... I guess I could get behind that. Yeah, I, I can I can back him on on fantasy stuff. Like that said, you know I haven't. Well, okay, no, no, I can't. I can't even get behind that because I love Mars Attacks. And is and that a Tim Burton? It sure I didn't is. even realize that. Like, but Mars still, though, is Mars, so good. Mars Attacks, though, and I know it sounds weird, but it does have a more fantasy aspect to the space genre. Yeah, but I mean, it's like that throwback to, to the sixties, schlocky fifties sci-fi. Yeah, fifty sixties. <laughs> yeah, early sixties. Yeah, it's so great. <laughs> okay, let's do that we, for the yeah, next. Yeah, let's. <laughs> the, next, the next thirty minutes of the podcast will just be. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh God. Uh, sticking with film here. Uh, so um. I, I I already have a weird opinion of Al Kilmer because he always seems just like a strange person. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> and um, so he's recently been talking about Top Gun Two. See, and but it and wasn't I'm really just Val Kilmer though. Like, yeah, Tom, I know, but Tom it, Cruise has kind of been yeah on the Top Gun Two thing for a while. But now that Tom or now that Val Kilmer is attached. Now, now I ran across this from Val Kilmer's tweet. Somebody reposted yeah. his tweet, and I'm it's, oh boy. Yeah, I I, I don't want to pull it up because it's it's it, it's it's. <laughs> 
it's hard to read. You really have to sit down and and read through it a couple of times and then go, okay, I see what he means now. And then he retweets later saying, I meant this and I wasn't supposed to talk about this. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) So what, he's like retracting his... No, uh... he's not retracting. He's just saying he wasn't supposed to talk about it in a tweet after. So, best case scenario. Let's pretend like we don't know that Top Gun 2 is going to happen. Okay. Which, firstly, just is kind of awful to begin with. Like, I, I'm not a fan of Top Gun. Okay, you're not a fan of Top Gun. There's I am a people. fan of Top Gun, and I will say this. This is stupid. Why are <laughs> they making Top Gun 2? There was no there was no ending into that movie that said, we need to make another one of these. Is there, <laughs> is there ever, though? Is there like, okay, so, I mean, certain movies are made with the intention of having sequels. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but sometimes you have great movies... Great standalone movies mm-hmm. that don't need a sequel, but because money. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> money. Let's make Ghostbusters well, 2. Okay. Now, uh, <laughs> now before Let's people make jump into Ghostbusters yeah, 3. Before people jump in and judge, because I, I, am, I am jumping in and judging on this, because it may be good. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, but I can't I imagine. I mean, Star Wars was written as the to be a standalone movie. Yeah, the original. The original was... He wanted to do more at first, but still, it was written as one of those, if it sucks, this is it kind of moments. So, it doesn't have any... It ends And there will be people that will argue with you on that because, you know, the the faithful... But, I mean, The faithful want to say, oh, no, it was planned as a trilogy the whole time. Yeah, it was planned... As a trilogy, but it wasn't written as a trilogy. It was written to be standalone. It was because, loosely planned yeah, as a trilogy. George Lucas will freely admit that he was like, dude, if this sucks, then uh, I, I, this is it. You know, he he was uh, he was very clear on that from the beginning. There's no question. He said, if it does well, then yeah, sure, I'll make some more of these. He says this in interviews. He says this post interviews, pre interviews. Yeah. He says it all over the place. So there's no question that movie was written. So if it really sucked, to be a, st- to be a yeah, <laughs> it, was, it yeah. would work. Because I mean, the, it concludes at the end. The Death Star gets right. blown up. Yes. I mean, yeah, the the Empire's not overthrown or anything, and and, and that's totally open. But we don't think about th- that big at the time. I mean, yeah. there, that's not even whenever talked that's about. All, whenever that that's all there was. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And nobody at the time thought, oh man, the Empire's still around. You know, the Death Star got blown up. Whoop de doo. But so many movies end that way. Yeah, but Star Wars was such a, you know, huge success. Oh yeah. It got huge. Really okay, huge, like, really quick. We can we can logically pick this story up and continue. It. Right. It's not like the Beetlejuice two sequel that's been in production uh, hell can since I, like can 1994 I, can i hit my head against the wall like we don't need a sequel <laughs> to beetlejuice beetlejuice never, goes to ho- uh, to hawaii yeah. <laughs> we never need a sequel to beetlejuice ever if right. anybody who's in control of that shit ever listens to this we the public do not need what beetlejuice about too. another uh but top gun it's like a product of the 80s. Top yeah. Gun is so 80s. I don't know how... I don't know that Top Gun 2... Like, what could you do for Top well, Gun 2? Okay, the- now think about this, too. Is This is going to be really hard because a lot of the political climate has changed. And that movie was politically charged, whether people want to look at it. I mean, you're talking military. When you drop military into a movie, yeah. suddenly people think politics. They just do. Because, you know, people have their opinions about whether... You know, this is a good thing or a bad thing whenever airplanes go up in the air and start blowing shit up. Yeah. And these guys are trained killers. That's what the Top Gun are. They're trained mm-hmm. killers. That's what they do. And so 
yeah, so politically, I mean, people look at that differently, so they're going to have to approach it a totally different way. It's going to have to be a totally different kind of movie. It it may not have anything to do with the original movie because of that. Yeah. They may not have any room to make it have anything I, to do with the original just, movie. I just don't, like... It's one of those, why are we calling it Top Gun 2 still? <laughs> it's one of those sequels that's just so pointless and so far after the fact. Like... Yeah, it's 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 too late. It's like, you know, it's dumb. It's dumb is I, what it I'm is. I'm not saying it won't be a good movie. It could be a great movie, but what a if, sequel. What if Top Gun 2 comes out and it's like movie of the year? <laughs> and like I said, how much crow would we be eating? Like I said, I'm not I'm not I'm not even going to put that on the plate. It may wind up being a great movie, but a sequel to Top Gun 1 it may not make it that. I think it's just so needless. Yeah. Like, it's so pointless. Make it in the same universe, honestly, but a totally different movie. And honestly, I think Tom Cruise is doing enough that he doesn't need to do Top Gun 2. Tom Cruise is doing enough to ruin his reputation already. Now, I, I, I'm <laughs> actually, his reputation's just, gone back up a little bit in the yeah, last few just, years. Just from like acting, like Mission Impossible right now is doing I want to see the better new one. Than, than it has in a long-ass time. Yeah. Have you seen the new one? I haven't. I want to see it. Just because everybody's like saying it's it's actually better than the other other ones, so I'm yeah, like he's he's riding a pretty high wave right now. Yeah, Val Kilmer maybe not so much. Yeah, what's the last thing you remember Val Kilmer being in? God, I uh, I, I know he's been in things since, but all I can think of is Batman, Batman Forever. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's been in movies since then, but that's that's where my brain stops. <laughs> it's like Batman, and then. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, um, I know I'm just not huge on Val Kilmer. <laughs> I know Batman Forever, and I know Tombstone. That, oh, Tombstone! I forgot. When did that come out? Before? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> see, that's another one. Is it's like when did that movie come out? I don't know. Hey, man, you know what we need though, dude? Him is a, a sequel to Tombstone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That his character in that movie, Doc Holliday, is just yeah. like that's that's like to me that's like the only character that I look back on him and I go, that's pretty good. That was a good that was a good movie. <laughs> we have an ice cream truck driving by. Yeah, we do. Let's ice cream, have, anyone? Let's take this moment to enjoy <laughs> the ice cream truck. What was your favorite growing up ice cream truck ice cream? Oh, dude. I always got the the Super Mario Brothers. With like the the Mario face with the gumball for the nose, with with the gumball in the wrong place for the nose, and the, yeah, all in the wrong you. place. Yeah. <laughs> or I would get the Ninja Turtle face with the gumballs for the eyes. See now, when I was a kid, kid like you know, uh, like is four or five years old. Yeah, man, I always got the face, whatever the the face was. The it was, face, if it was Mickey or whatever. Now the Mickey's were actually pretty good because they were chocolate and vanilla ice cream, and yeah. they, they had like chocolate and vanilla flavored bubble gum on them. It was really weird, and um. <laughs> You don't find chocolate and vanilla flavored bubble gum very often. It's just not a thing. But yeah, um, the head was, it was actually a big block of uh, of like a Neapolitan ice cream, but without the, the strawberry. And then the head was dipped in chocolate mm. where the, you know, where the chocolate part was. So it was really, it was really pretty good. But then after that, you find like the, the Donald Duck has like, like some raspberry flavored ice cream for the blue. And yeah. and it's, you're just like. I've made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, raspberry Donald, du- <laughs> raspberry Donald Duckhead sounds pretty good. Well, I'll tell you another thing, too, is back whenever I was a kid in the 80s, some of those flavors weren't quite as 
good as they are now. <laughs> yeah. I just like the fact that, like, between any of the face ones, the Mario, the Ninja Turtle, at least from my childhood. Right, right. It's just Sherbert on a stick. Yeah, a lot of the new ones are Sherbert. So good. Frozen Sherbert. The Frozen uh, Sherbert ones are pretty good. It's like a push-up pop. Oh, I love Sherbert so much. I think I'm thinking about chasing down that fucking ice cream truck. <laughs> Give me a Ninja Turtle right now. Considering <laughs> some of my neighbors, I'm not. I would. I'd be worried about that. But um, <laughs> no, this is a good neighborhood. It's just one of those. Some of the people down the street from me. <laughs> I like to believe that any any neighborhood with an ice cream truck. Is, is a, a decent, decent neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah, I knew you were going there. It, no, it, I, there it, are, it comforts I, me, the ice yeah. cream truck. I don't think you can live in any neighborhood in the entirety of the world where there isn't that one house that everybody goes, those people sell drugs. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what uh, kind of irritates me, though, is like, <laughs> so... You have an ice cream truck that right. comes through the neighborhood. Probably mm-hmm. not the only ice cream truck. Yeah, we've got two. Uh, we have no ice cream truck that comes up and down our street. We our neighborhood is literally the one street. Yeah, you have like a road. We in have your neighborhood. no ice cream truck, but we have a dude who drives an ice cream truck that lives on our street. That that makes me sad. So there's just this <laughs> ice cream truck in a driveway. And on our street, but we never, you know, ever hear you, the. You know what you should do when your kid's older. Well, I'm. Well, hopefully you'll move before then. But you know, just at, go over to his and house, house and, and knock like, on the door. Hey, can I have some ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, we got a couple ice cream trucks. But yeah, there, there's always that one house in a neighborhood though that you, you you drive by it and you know there's you just know you just know they've got too many really expensive cars and the inside of their house doesn't have any furniture. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, need furniture when you have a really dope ass whip? <laughs> Let's move on. All right, now you see me. Uh, you haven't seen now you see no. Uh, okay, so now you see me was a like heist movie. These magicians were like bank robbers. And Sounds like a plan. I guess the appeal. It was directed by the guy who directed uh, the Incredible Hulk for Marvel, mm. and I'd say his name, but I can't pronounce it. It's, oh, okay. It's okay. Louis Letier. Let He's French. He's French. <laughs> but uh. I don't know that the sequel's being directed by the same guy, but a lot of the appeal in the first movie was that they're magicians, so look at these cool-ass magic tricks. Oh, how'd they do that? How did they rob an entire bank without the people seeing? You know, it was like this whole thing. Okay. The magic played a really big aspect. But I've got to see this now. The trailer for Now You See Me 2 is like upping that ante, but... It's just kind of ridiculous because think about it. You have magic. You have stage magicians and magic tricks, right? Right, right. Uh, Which in real life is a guy doing something that looks like something else. He's sawing a woman in half. He's not really sawing a woman in half, but it looks like he sawed a woman in half. And now this woman is in two pieces. Okay. So then you take that and you do a movie where you have CG, you have computer special effects and all this shit, 
You can literally do anything. Right. So you take this special effects budget and invest it in making magic tricks that aren't... You're you're making something that's already not real even not realer. There's a scene... You're taking sleight of hand and making it something more than sleight of hand that couldn't exist. Ridiculous, impossible movie magic. Right. Like, there's a scene where... In the trailer, for Now You See Me Too, there's a scene where Jesse Eisenberg is standing in the rain with, like, his arms stretched out, and he falls backwards, and as he hits the cement, his body turns to water, and he disappears. It's like, no. Just no. Just so, <laughs> so your complaint is, and, and I, if, if this is your complaint, I have to agree. Your complaint is is that they're taking it away from actual sleight of hand magic and making it CG magic, which isn't yeah. the same. Yeah, they're taking all the magic out of magic. Yeah. I mean, it looks cool. But it, it's, it's not like one something of those that... things where it's like, wow, that'd be a really cool magic trick if it were at all humanly possible. Right, right, right. And if I, it were, I have to agree. Yeah. If it were at all humanly possible, why would you not film it that way? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like save the special effects budget and film an actual magic trick. Yeah, because that make that uh, uh, if the movie is what 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 you've described it to me, which is you know people literally doing sleight of hand to rob a bank. Yeah, that kind of takes it away from that. That, yeah, that I mean, ruins it. If all it. the magic tricks are impossible to do by real life standards, yeah. it takes you out of that suspension of disbelief because that's what makes the first one so cool. Not saying that they don't do shit in the first movie that's absolutely impossible. Right. Because they do. <clears throat> but But I've seen some magic tricks that just make your head explode. But, but yeah, yeah, turning the, into water. Yeah, the fake magic in this <clears throat> trailer. Seems way, way more over the top. Like, really, like. I'll tell you what, I'm going to go hide behind this box and then push that water balloon shaped like me off the building. Like, uh, <laughs> seriously? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it just looks like too much. Yeah. It looks like they had a good concept. It's another movie that has a sequel that doesn't fucking need one. <laughs> yeah. God, we could do it all day. Prometheus 2. Yeah. Alien yeah. Covenant. And now, oh God, I can't even pronounce her name. Naomi name. Rapace, whoever played Shaw from Prometheus. Oh, okay. Uh, She's got a weird fucking name, too. I can't pronounce it. But evidently... She also French? But, uh, <laughs> evidently, she's not going to be back for <clears throat> Alien Covenant. Uh, They released a synopsis and a release date for Alien Covenant or Prometheus 2, or Paradise Lost, whatever the fuck you want to call it nowadays. It might have 15 other titles before it actually comes out. But they released a synopsis where David, the android, the synthetic, uh, is the sole survivor of this planet that this crew on this ship called the Covenant is going to. Oh, good. So he's going to be back, uh, Michael Fassbender, as David, but they say he's the sole survivor. Oh. On this planet, which means, well, like, what the fuck happened to Shaw? So now we have this, you know, what are they just going to drop that shit entirely? Or are they going to explain that? Uh, it's just so pointless. Can't we just give Neil Blomkamp Alien 5? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to go back and watch Alien and Aliens. Well, I just recently watched Alien, but I would yeah, like we- to watch Aliens. I-, I recently watched Aliens with Renee, but she still hasn't seen the original. Oh, okay. Still need to watch the original with her. 
I don't. Uh, I'm missing the disc out of my box set. I have a nine disc Alien Quadrilogy box set, and I'm missing Alien One. Hmm. It's bumming me out, kind of. Yeah. We got ten minutes. Okay. And there wasn't a lot of video game news because every video game in the world got released last week, and we already talked about that. But there is Black Friday. There is Black Friday. Uh, have you looked at the Xbox deals for Black Black Friday? No, because I have an Xbox One, and and I was just like, uh, I might get. No, no, I'm talking about games. Oh, games? No, I haven't done that yet. Are they Are they going to be downloadable? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I pulled up the the list. I do need to get an Xbox for my daughter at some point. Got to talk to uh, the the wife about that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, she's old enough to start doing Let's Plays with this, so it would be nice if we had a third Xbox One. And if Chuck shows up a fourth, uh, uh, Mir shows up a fourth Xbox One. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Trying to find this. Damn it. Is it not on Xbox.com? It's on Major Nelson. It's oh, okay. Major Nelson's. Okay. I love Major Nelson. Dude, that's a job. That's that's an awesome job. Yeah. Uh, what does Major Nelson really do? He, he, he has a... He talks about how awesome Xbox is. I know. Wouldn't you love to have that job? That's just, I mean, you wouldn't even have to care if Xbox was awesome or not. Because you're being paid to tell everybody how awesome it is, whether it is or not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Larry Herb does. He 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 thinks he thinks the Xbox is awesome, or he wouldn't be there. Oh, absolutely. I'd like to meet him. He's one of the few like non-celebrity celebrities that I'd really like to meet. Golly, Malali, I'm the, I'm having the silence. <laughs> I'm not trying to be silent. I'm trying to pull up this list. Damn it. Yeah, and I, there's not a whole lot else to talk about except for our gig. Um, oh, that 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 being said, the Black Friday, if you have Xbox Live Gold, yeah, the deals start on November twentieth. Ooh, neat! Which is actually uh, yesterday. Mm. Yeah, what is today? Yeah, yesterday. Cool. I have to go check it out. Uh, go check that out, people. But yeah, they have a lot of stuff that's like 50 to 60% off. I'm just looking at some games. Battlefield 4, Battlefield Hardline, uh, the Borderlands Collections, $24 if you have Xbox Live Gold, $30 if you don't. Dude, my face is itching like crazy. Hey, that Beyond Eyes game is out. Beyond Eyes? I don't know if you... (laughs) I don't know if... You uh, did you watch Microsoft's E3 thing this year? Some of it. I, I didn't. I didn't have time to watch all of it, but yeah, I watched some of it. So uh, there was a uh, there's a trailer for Beyond Eyes, and it's basically you're playing a game as a blind girl. It's an adventure game where your character is blind. Oh. And you're kind of like walking around, and you have like senses that detect your surroundings and shit. And uh. I was in like a live stream uh, chat room for the E3 conference, and everybody in the chat in that particular chat room was just dog shitting on Microsoft for t- spending so much time talking about indie titles. Right, right. And uh, <laughs> all I remember is one person like from the chat room was like, "Why the fuck would I want to play a game about a person who can't fucking see?" <laughs> 
and it just like stuck with me because I'm sure the game's you know great in its own right. I'm sure, it's, but it's like <laughs> video games are such a visual thing. Yeah, yeah, it it's is kind of like video games. Yeah, video. <laughs> I highlight this again. Video. <laughs> It requires eyeballs. <laughs> and the running gag for that was like, uh, for that particular E3 conference was like everything simulator. Right. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, that just uh, being blind simulator 20, <laughs> 2015. This this makes it an audio game. <laughs> Man, that'd be something, huh? An audio game? Yeah, yeah. With uh, Oculus, you could pull it off. Yeah. Bridge constructor, what the fuck is bridge constructor? I don't know what bridge constructor is. What? But platform? if you have Xbox Live Gold, it's only six sixty nine. I think I may have saw a Let's Play on that online. I have no idea what it even is. I bet in the game, you build bridges. I bet. I I, I would assume so. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. Because this it, is bridge constructor. Come over here. We're going to build Legos. Of course, by the time people are listening to this, all the Black Friday deals are either going to be over or sold out. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because this podcast will literally be out on Black Friday. Right. But I mean, the the uh, get it out early. But uh, <laughs> they'll have 10 minutes to listen to it before they go miss all their Black Friday deals. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but I mean, I don't know. Game Gaming is slow right now because everything's already out. Yeah. Um, everything's just gearing up. For the holidays, man, just getting ready to, you know, yeah. they've already pushed out the major titles, the Halo 5s, the yeah. Call of Duty Black Ops uh, We'll see some indie games between here and Christmas. Yeah. Um, you always see indie games, though. They're just, it's those that, they don't have the same time frames as big games do, though. They're just like, well, we're done with it. And so. I saw <clears> that iDarb is actually on the uh, the Black Friday deals list. Dude, I love iDarb. I wish I was better at it. I would love iDarb if they patched it, and I have no idea if they've patched it since I last bitched about it. But What, what was wrong with it? Just there's just some stuff that they need to add, that, oh, okay. like the fix the online multiplayer, where you know you and I could join a party and play and as a team and play as a team. And, yeah, you know, that would be nice against some other motherfuckers. Yeah, because then I would play it more. Because all they have is like the couch co-op, and if you don't have anybody to play with you, you're playing one-on-one matches. Yeah, that's dumb. I don't want to play one-on-one matches. I want to play crazy ass. You know, yeah, I don't like one-on-one matches. Four-on-four matches. Uh, I I I take issue with any game these days that doesn't have both couch and online because halo 5 yeah halo 5 because i mean (laughs) we we live in a time whenever that's like a thing we want both of those things people want to spend time with their friends and they want to spend time with friends they can't spend time with evidently the new gears of war will have split screen co-op oh good oh dude that's what we can talk about we didn't talk about they released all of those 360 games uh they released a but bunch of them. of them, yeah, was, and maybe not the greatest <clears throat> list. Well, no, that people were expecting. But they did release a bunch of them. And, they did release a, a and there's lot some of them backwards that, compatible titles. Yeah, there's some of them I'm gonna play again. You know, there's a lot of them that I have, like uh, Pac-Man, Plants vs Zombies, Gears of War, Judgment, and Three, Fable Two. I might play Fable Two again just because. Yeah, Fable Two digitally. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I had to. I had double. I went, when there, there was a deal back then gotcha. in the day, yeah, you could buy it and, and then you put in a code. And because I had the code, I got all the shit too. But mm-hmm. um, uh, <laughs> fucking fancy. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, I, there was a bunch of games on there. there was, I, I downloaded like 16 little one gigabyte games. Oh, man. Uh, and, you know, that's out for everybody now. The whole yeah. backwards compatibility, the <clears throat> new Xbox One experience, everything is out for the general public now. But you and I, as preview members, uh, I don't know if you even got this, but did you get a message in your... For the... For the free avatar item? Yes, I did. They sent... Mm-hmm. Uh, they randomly in like the past couple of days Mine's... sent everybody... Uh, Random avatar item, and it's a little cat. Yeah, and thing it, and your character gets video a, games yeah, you get with you. an elite controller. Your guy gets an elite controller. If you look at it, it's got the paddles on the bottom. Oh yeah, yeah. I I, <laughs> I, I turned it on just to look at it, but I, I stick with my guitar. I, yeah, I like my Super Meat Boy thing. Yeah, um, I don't know how how they could top the guitar for me. It would really be difficult. To what if it was guitar. a guitar with the cat playing his own little guitar? Huh. <laughs> you know you. I know it's more of a Nintendo thing, but they need more Avatar games. Yeah. 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 I could see that. All uh, right. Let's wrap this up because we got to get on the road. We got to rehearse at least once. Yeah. At least once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to click, tune in, subscribe, like, share, all that good bullshit. You can get us on iTunes. And go back in time and see our show. Yeah. Go back in time. <laughs> <laughs> see our show at Natsuo. Well, also let's, the, we, let's 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 do this since this is coming out after the Natsuo gig. Let's uh like. Oh man, Brent, that sure was a kick-ass show. <sighs> we really should come back and and do an amendment to this. That's yeah, a, yeah, we'll have time to do that. I don't know. <laughs> if we're not lazy after this show we might do an amendment that show that will come and go that was freaking awesome and that you know it won't be that exciting really it won't we'll be well, that's, excited that's what but, i was doing right now i was yeah. doing the preemptive like oh Boom. man what a show yeah can you oh man and then the the part with the fire that yeah was yeah. yeah i can't believe she swallowed the whole thing <laughs> what was it she swallowed josh a sword oh okay <laughs> of course yeah what else would you swallow? Get your, yeah, get your mind down. All right, let's All get right. the hell out of here. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the Brain Old Geekage Podcast, Episode 6. My name is Joshua Cox. I am Brent Tisdale. And we will see you guys next time.